Eggshell Conversations. Ahoy sailors, welcome back to another episode of Conchal Conversations. I have a very, very special guest here for you guys. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Absolutely. Of course, if you've been watching, <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> I have my best friend, Johnny, and she's here with me. I'm so happy she finally, finally, finally agreed to do this podcast this podcast episode what are we doing today so today we are going through this friendship game so it's basically like you're picking out a card in the pack and you'd have to describe or answer each question to the best of your ability about each other friendship and you know um how long you've known the person or you know what yeah and what the friendship entails so it's from the Anne company and it's the skin deep i used to see them on youtube a lot but i always wanted to do it and i finally had a friend version so we're gonna go ahead and pick the card even though you guys can't see it pretend like you're here with us in the room so should we do heads or tails um you should have picked the first card danny go ahead okay here it goes nothing so the question reads why do you think we get along so well <laughs> Why do we get along so well? Um, well, for me, I feel like we get along so well because we're basically like the same person. So it's like you don't have to act different around... We don't have to act different around each other. You know, we've known each other for more than 10 years. The minute we met each other, it's like we instantly click and it's like we were authentic, you know? Um, it wasn't like a situation where it's like, oh, okay, we're... And, you know... Um, just to give you guys a little context, we met each other in high school, but I was like, what, 15, you were 14, or I was 16, you were 15. Point is, I was been a year older than you. I think I was 14. Yeah, so I might, have, I might have been 15. So it's like, when I met you, you know, in high school, it's like, you have to kind of fit in with other people to be friends, but it wasn't that with us. It's like, the minute we met in algebra class and I spoke to you on the phone, that was it. And it's because, it's like, we're literally the same person. So I think that's why we get along so well. And communication too, um, there's never been no drama, no reason to have drama or any kind of issues. And, you know, we always, our next thing too, which is very important, we always agree to disagree. Mm. You know, most of the time we don't agree on stuff, but some of the times like you might have a different view than I do. But however, we always share, okay, like for example, I might feel like, oh no, Ariel, um, I see this this way and I would explain to you why I see it this mm-hmm. way and vice versa. So it's like yeah. I always understand more or less where you're coming from, mm-hmm. although I might have a different opinion. For real. It's true. And like you said, like I think we get along so well because we be in our authentic selves. It's not fake, you know, it's not phony. I, I feel as though like you say, in high school a lot of people kind of are chameleons and they just like you know, they change themselves, they adapt to the environment in order to kind of fit in. Mm-hmm. But I think if you are your authentic self, you're going to meet somebody who's similar to you. Yeah. And, you know, y'all going to just gravitate together. And you're not going to have to fake anything. You're going to just be real. And just so. let's add something else. What? When we met each other, I found out your birthday. You was a Capricorn. You oh, were yeah. Days, it's true. It's true. And it's like, you was born in Haiti. I was born in Dominican mm-hmm. Republic. Like, what are the odds? What From, are the odds? It's true. It's true. Yeah, what's and we had similar beginnings. Yes. So, no, for real. Very I was sim- there for one year. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that, that, that was a good question. That was a good question. Okay, next question. 15 years from now, how do you think our relationship would change? <laughs> I don't think it's going to change. 
What I don't think I'm going to change it up because that was 15 years ago. No, we've been one of... We've been, okay. I think it's 15 years because 2008 to 22. You go to math. You know I will never go to math. 15, 2008. Yeah, it's been 15 years. I tell you. So that would be a 30-year friendship. I don't think I'm gonna change like that either because we're literally like the same way. I mean, of course we have kids and we yeah. matured, but at the same time, it's like look at you—you you were swinging on the swing, mm-hmm. I laying down in the grass. Like it's, it's like the core person. You're still your core person, mm-hmm. right? You still have your core values and your morals. However, you just kind of mature a little bit from different experiences. And I was just gonna say, I feel like our friendship is gonna stay the same, but we might be mature in different aspects of our lives for example with mm-hmm. motherhood mm-hmm. you know you know i would say oh daddy you mature a lot but our friendship is still the same because like i'm not maturing when it comes to you i'm mm-hmm. still the same person but as far as like me for my personal development yeah. you know it's like the things that i would do now i would never do 10 years ago <laughs> no so no. yeah and it's like you know career wise you might mature you know you might choose a different career path you might grow into different opportunities and stuff and um just for a perfect example, like yesterday when we was talking about the war with Ukraine and Russia, look how I was like, oh my gosh, are you like, I, I need more, you know, I need more. However, we was able to discuss these topics and it's like, that didn't change nothing. Like, you know, you had your different views. Well, actually, no, you had a different We had the same views. It's just that, you know, it just came from different places because I may have known a different, you know, I just may have known a little more, more background, yes. a little more history than you and i just shared it with you but it ain't like i was like oh danny how you could not do this you know what i mean it wasn't like a belittling thing so i don't think i think that 15 years from now the relationship will not really change it'll probably grow Mm -hmm. you know closer i might find out more things about you i didn't know but i mean i think i think yeah i think we know pretty well girl yeah you sure did a lot of lessons girl it's cool it's cool so you could go on the next question, okay. Nani. Are you drinking Moscato? Yeah, girl. Everything <laughs> good. When was our toughest moment together? I know. Oh! The toughest moment oh! together? Who? Oh, let's see, Hurricane Alma? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Who hurricane is? was a mess. Okay, so our toughest moment together? Which, okay, people would find it as tough. But I feel like it's our topic because we haven't been through tough things together. Right. You know, we've been through tough things on our own yeah separate yeah yeah but yeah. the toughest thing that we've been through together was hurricane oma in 2017 that heck was a mess it was horrendous <laughs> it was a nightmare i remember the night before you know when the hurricane hit i was like oh my gosh we need to watch current i mean coming to america um we literally had to like pick up um buckets of water to shower oh my god and wash my hand cook what was there you know but there wasn't really any like toughest moment and to me why you know some people might find that to be like oh my gosh they were struggling but it's like you know i came from a background you know i'm dominican so it's like i seen these things happen already in my past so to me it wasn't much of a struggle it's like mm-hmm. oh, okay we just have to resort to this i don't know about you yeah no same here yeah. i mean i feel as though the question toughest like i guess like hard times right and I, I, of course like the hurricane was hard times but the silver lining and that was like i think it bring us closer and it yeah. made me see like yeah danny and them prissy prissy yeah. girls i'm not that prissy prissy like i nothing ain't beneath me yeah, you know what i mean exactly. and it was tough because it was scary the day of the hurricane you know i mean it had gotten so bad that i 
you know, I actually thought like, oh my God, like we could actually pass away in this storm because the house has shaken so bad that the wood chips on the roof drop on our shoulders and, we, and now we get up so far because it's like, oh shit, this real. Like, you yeah, know, we've been through storms, but yeah, the pressure, it was just, and it wasn't stopping, you know, we're like, damn, like, look how we could just, you know, look how life is. And, sure. and I think that it just made me think like, wow, like, but I was just kind of happy that Danny was here with me. You know what I mean? Because it's like that's that's the person that I really? want like, to be one there. Thing, with. It's one thing to be with your family. You know, it's expected to be with your family. You know, they're gonna act. But seeing your friend in that moment, their vulnerability mm-hmm. is like, what? Like this person is really me. Like yeah. <laughs> ain't no like for sure. Like ain't no fake thing. Ain't no judging. Oh, we mm-hmm. have this. We ain't have that. Yeah. I will like. I mean, we have to scrape up some coins. <laughs> let's go buy some candles. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, so it's like. It, it was a great experience. It, it was a great ex- looking back. It was yeah. a great experience, but Not yeah, that I, I would mean, like to you know go back. Yeah, we we rehash that, relive that, but yeah. it was it was really a, a defining moment mm-hmm. in our friendship. Yeah, pick that last card. Yes, I did. Oh, I my turn. Did. My, t- my yes, turn. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, what can I do to be a better friend? Oh, I love that question because. I, I love this question because I feel like these questions need to be asked in other friendships and other relationships. Like, you know, what should I do to become a better partner? Yeah. But I feel like you, you like the ideal person in a best friend. I don't think there's nothing you could do to be better. Like, you're there. I could talk to you about anything. We laugh about anything. You're very educated. Whatever I don't know, you always share with me. Oh, thank you. Um, you always tell me how much of a great mama is, and it's good now. You know, before it's like, I'm a great mother. Before you had your child, I was like, Ain't a... but it's like now I see what you mean when you see be like, oh my god, and you're such a good mom. Cause like now I seen it with you, and you like you're such a good mom too. So it's like to be honest, I don't think there's nothing you could do to become a better friend. Damn. Like like why can't she want be unless unless she becomes a billionaire, like then she could buy me a, a mansion, you know, and a, and a Tesla, and, you know, put a little money in me a trust fund. <laughs> But if she don't do that, then then me and her will talk. It's like yeah, but honestly, I don't think there's nothing else that she can do because it's like, you know, when you find your soulmate, I feel like I find my soulmate in a friend. Like you're yeah. my my soulmate best friend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, because I guess I I feel the same yeah. way. It's like I don't know because it's like, what can you do to be a better friend? Like. What can, I can't be like you know some people are like oh well you could be more supportive yeah you're already supportive you could be more communicative but can, it's like we communicate yeah. all the time and even if we don't communicate like and even when we do communicate it's like oh I I, I, I have hear from, from you. you what's going on it's not yeah. none of that it's like okay you busy I'm right, go yeah understand. Okay, uh, or Kaya said but 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 what going on here like but it's not but not even that like sometimes you know when I have my migraines right mm-hmm. just to show you how authentic the relationship is. Like, you'll call me, and you'll be like, oh, but Danny, I ain't here forever. Like, oh, girl, like, I have a migraine. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I already know what time it is yeah. because it's like, I'm not going to, you yeah. know what I mean? And I just feel as though we hold each other accountable. I'll be like, Danny, no, you know. No, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's me true. like that. And like an you... example, too. Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, like, no. We don't be on the phone for hours, and everybody, <laughs> the minute I ready to go, but like, okay, I'm bye, man. <laughs> you know, before, like, I wouldn't even say before, like, you know, with other um, friendships, they'd be like, all right, well, I gotta know, go do I something. Gotta go I gotta do go something. feed oh, the let me baby. Call you back. Let me call you back. Oh, when I start, now me like, man, I, I, I tell her talking to you, no, but bye. That's how you know, like, we don't have. Wait, because there's no malice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that damn Danny. Yeah. You see like, her? I can't trust I, you. I, I, I wouldn't be like, 
you wouldn't be like, oh gosh, she just rushed me out the phone, like damn. It's like whatever, man. I tried to talking to you, you know, I'm like a sibling, you know, it's like basically like a sibling. Yeah, I like sibling. Like you know, you fight with, and that's the thing, man. You never fight, Mm-mm. but like. People who siblings who fight is like they get over shit and that, that's how it is. Like, yeah. I, mean, I don't I feel like talking to you right Cause now. Because they just saying what the friendship. But we did have a fight though. Remember that time in high school? I that was a mess. That was dumb. That was dumb. But you know what made it worse? People that were surrounded that was egging the situation. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't want us. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Okay. My turn. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Not in the Okay. Next question. Do your best impression of me. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, oh, I love this. My best impression of you? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on Instagram, right? <laughs> or you would say, like, what, what would be something that you would say? Um, damn, I got a thing of it, you know, Danny. That one catch me out, God. I like this question. Do yours first. Let me think of mine. I don't even know. Oh my gosh, Daddy, Daddy, no, no, yeah, yeah. Daddy, listen, listen, listen. You have to listen to this. Okay, you're wrong, anybody. Oh, Daddy, guess what? I, I found something that I want us to do, but that you have to pay attention. You have to do it for real, Daddy. Yeah, for, for real, Daddy. You have to do it. Or you be like, the Daniel. Oh my God, the Daniel. Daddy, you're like Ariel, Ariel. <laughs> Not to tell nobody, but oh, God. and I'm like, are you going to tell you? Like, but you know, you just have to you, say that. You got to. You have to, you have to say it to, like, you know, make yourself feel better. Yeah. But Danny, man, for real, I'm like, man, yeah. for real. But you just say, Ariel, like, you just say it just like that. You like, eh, I feel like going to work today. You know, I go Carlo. Miss <laughs> Carlo. I said this girl is a Carlo queen, man. Then you know, literally. Oh my god, my I head hurt. The back of my head hurt me for laughing. One thing I'm gonna do is call her. The Carlo Queen. That's what you are, Danny. You be like, Ariel, you know what? I I gonna start to do my smoothies and I gonna start to I gonna buy a blender and then <laughs> I gonna do my workout regimen. Oh, that's you, that's you. And everything it just looks so nice. <laughs> it just looks so nice. Yes, yes, it looks so nice. <laughs> And you should get this stuff for the world. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah. for real. Okay. That was a good one. Okay. What is your favorite memory of us? Why is it important to you? That's a good question. I feel like we have so much memory. I know. I'm I'm like, no, I, can't, a, I can't even think it. Because it's so much, right? It's like a... Yeah. Favorite memory of I try and go in which time. Yeah, I wish I had like a time. Which time frame? Me. I think. Um. <laughs> I get so much in my head. I, I like should I do it when we were younger? Should I do it when we were in the middle? 
or when we went on a trip or something like it's so much it's it's so hard i mean i have like probably three okay okay actually well. i have one what one of my favorite i can't give you my favorite you want to see dc no what i'm not one of my favorite memories of us believe it or not was this recent birthday on the catamaran oh yeah i had loved that that was and good that was good it was, it's one of my favorite memories because i was able to expose you to my other friendships and we were able to enjoy our border, although everything else was still going wrong in the beginning. Yeah. But it's like we was able to free up, you know, and it's mm. like I watch you like, oh my gosh. Like this is our life. We're in our like basically in our thirties, here it is. It's like you're a mom, I'm a mom, and we doing our thing, you know, and mm. we was able to free up on the boat and it's like after the boat, like I don't know. I don't know. I just really like that. And then you know too why had I why I had liked that memory so much mm. is because Prior to the catamaran, you had told me, like, Danny, you know, we don't have no pictures. Yeah. I was like, we took so much pictures. It's like, damn, like, I watched the maturity from when we was in high school <laughs> to us now. Mm-hmm. And we're the same person. I have a favorite time. When? That time for carnival. Oh, I actually have two. One, when we were home that day and it was hot and we were supposed to go food fair. Because, you know, we always supposed to go food fair, right? We were supposed to go food fair and we stay home and I baked the brownie. And you made me walk all the way to Mandalay. And we watched New Jack City. I had loved that. Chicken Ling... What was Chicken Ling... 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 And I had, like... Oh, my God. When we were supposed to go Daddy Jones and my mother has... <laughs> I really know a mess. But really and truly, the one with the brownies and stuff, because I was like, man, I love this. Like, we're so cool. Like, yeah. Danny, though, you know, she she just don't want to be doing too much. Yeah. And I don't like to do too much. I don't want to be seen like that. I just want to be chilling sometime. And we were young then. We, we must have been 16. Young. You know what I mean? Well, I was 17. Oh, you were 17. And then the second time was for our birthday when I had the sleepover. My mom, my mother had gave you the cake. You know, I'm gonna say that one. Really? I'm gonna say that one. I, I feel like, really I feel like, you know, actually, I want to pick that one. That's what I was gonna say. I don't steal my answer. Sorry, but you know, I want to pick that one because mm-hmm. that was the foundation of where we are now. It's true. Because like after that birthday, we've been celebrating our birthdays together. It's if true. we could, and it's like. Oh, and Tampa was good too. Tampa was good. Oh my gosh, Danny. And DC was good. DC was good. But Tampa might have been better because. That painting and then like You I want just, some Sorrel or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that video. Yes, Sorrel and then like I really enjoyed that. Well, to be honest, I think I enjoyed DC more. Yeah, because you with this fireplace. The small oh god, Ariel. Actually, like, you were so upset. Danny was oh, so man. upset, right? So I used to, so I used to live in DC as you guys know. And well there's only my friends that listen to the podcast <laughs> and, and Auntie Linda, right? So <laughs> So, Yana used to live in DC, and Nani came to visit. And I said, I got a surprise for you. And we walk it up and down. She want to go museum. I said, okay. We went museum, a cold as shit. Up and down, up and, and down all day. So then now the surprise coming. So she like, Ariel, this, what surprise? Me, I tired, man. And she tired. So I show her this gorgeous place in DC. If you ever go to DC, go to the wharf. It is absolutely beautiful, especially in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And it had like a whole big fire pit please. and fireplace. Let me set the scene for you guys. It had a fireplace and ritzy, rich yachts. Mm-hmm. On the, and it had the ice skating rink. And it had gelato and all kind of things. A small 
making and you put a small it was like an actual like yeah. small like thing a like big yeah a big bonfire right just look at the wharf and then he said and she looked at me and i could see like the youth in her face she said i love it <laughs> <laughs> and she pulled off her phone and she went she was so happy. She it looked like she went out into Wonderland. She just turned around and said, I love it. Because it's like all of that worked up and she was just annoyed. She was like, What the hell are you taking me, man? And then Neil's like, Let me want to lift up every bit. I'm like, bro. It was really wonderful. I love that. Yeah. We had some really good memory. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Let's take a trip up there. Okay, next question. Is your Tonya? Okay, so we're coming to the end of the conversation. So we have about three or four more questions. So Danny, when was the last time you were ashamed of your finances? <clears throat> well, the last time I was ashamed of my fans of my finances. <laughs> I hope it's the last time that I'm ever ashamed of my finances. To be quite honest with you, because your girl was in a hole. That I thought I was. Never, <laughs> I thought I was never was gonna come out of so. Honestly, the last time I was ashamed of my finances was in the year 2014. I was actually expecting, I had just, you know, um, basically left college mid-semester because I was having a baby. I moved back in with my mom. Um, I wasn't working. And then I finally decided to work. And it's like the little chump change I was saving was going to formula and pampers. And I remember being so proud that I had saved $1,000 right um my friends was coming down for the summer to visit mia for the first time and i was so happy i was like yes i saved a thousand dollars and to me a thousand dollars was a lot back then Whew, if i had only knew and i remember blowing it within like four days and my friends were coming down <laughs> and it's like damn like every minute i was looking around like people had money saved and i was like what the hell is going on and it's like that's a position i don't ever want to be in you know it's like I was paying for daycare on my own, $400 a month. I was still paying my school loans because I didn't finish school. I was still helping my mom with paying the rent, still buying formula and pampers out of my pocket. And it's like, damn, each time I get paid, it's like, it, I wasn't paying me. Like, the, the, the money wasn't coming to me. The money was going to somebody else. And I hated that so much that when I actually got a legit job, my government job, it's like I was seeing these tons of money coming in. Mm-hmm. And yet I would still go back to the same old habits, you know, not only did it go to responsibilities, but I started feeling like, oh, okay, I have money now. Like, mm-hmm. let me go eat lunch every day. Let me get my nails done. Let me go do my hair. Let me buy this from Fashion Nova. And it's like, when I was growing, you know, I remember I was talking to a friend and I'll never forget, you know, she was going through something with her boyfriend, her child, dad, her child father. And I'll never forget. She's like, yeah, I have to pay these lawyer fees. And she's like, yeah, I have to pay him two fifty an hour. And I was like, what the hell will you get the money from? She's like, oh, my savings. I was like, well, she's like, yeah, I have like $10,000 saved. Mm-hmm. And this is somebody who's working a part-time job, and here it is. I'm working a full-time job, I couldn't even save that. So I was like, oh, no. From then, I was like, okay, like, you need to, you know, buckle up. Mm-hmm. So that was actually the last time I was ashamed of my finances was the year 2014. And I've been kind of, you know, like, flourishing ever since then. Um, and I continued, you know, I wish I could continue flourishing. Um, you know, I was able to set up my child's bank account, set up my bank, bank account in a certain way. And I, you know, I still try to live, um, frugally, frugally, even though I might have nice things, but it's like, I might have nice things for one thing, but at the end I might cut back on something else. So, 
Yours were 2014 and mine were a little further than that. Mine were 2017. Well, actually, I forget to add my part, you know. Which part? I'll never forget to. You kind of motivate me too when you save your first $10,000. Yeah, but that was 2000 yeah. because, yeah, because I was a mess too. I mean, from 2014, y'all yeah, had my episode on how I got into $10,000 credit card debt. Yeah. And, like, I still didn't learn, but I actually was, like, poor. Like, I moved from Tampa made like in my lease i broke my lease because i was like i'm not gonna make it like mm-hmm. i don't like i don't have a come to jesus moment sometimes and i'd be like yeah this is not gonna work out i gotta i gotta go home mm-hmm. and you know my rent was 1100 which isn't that bad but considering how much i was making i was only making like thirty thousand dollars in florida is atrocious um so my paycheck was like what a thousand dollars each two weeks and that's not gonna pay you know that it it just was a mess so i was like in credit card debt didn't have no money i had i finally like got a little job down here then the hurricane came Mm -hmm. and i got the opportunity of a lifetime where i was able to move to florida back to florida but live rent free i mean i was living in hotels for fema and when I tell you guys in the beginning I'm not gonna lie, I was at the outlet market, spade, Michael yeah. Kors, guess, guess what? Yeah. All the money were going to the <laughs> all the money were going to 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 yeah. all them places. And then I just my coworker was like, Yeah girl, she, I was like, she was like, How much you save, A B? I said, Girl, I saved two thousand dollars. She like, two thousand dollars. You mean this check? I was like, No, in t-. she was I was like, How much you say? She was like, Oh, I got a sixteen. I said sixteen what? <laughs> I said sixteen thousand. I said brandy. Shout out to brandy, but I said brandy sixteen thousand. Do you say sixteen? She said yeah. She said remember all those times you were at, you know guests and and Kate Spade. I was here at home. Yeah. I said you know what? I got I got something for you. So then at the end of my deployment, I was able to save what ten eleven thousand dollars, and I did not touch that money until I moved to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And that's what started my, you know, thought process. And I really started listening to like the minimalist. I really started listening to things about less being more and making the most of what you had. And it was just a wonderful lesson. I mean, I of course I I am very disciplined when it comes to that. Like mm-hmm. I could you know i'm really disciplined like i don't yeah. play when it comes to my savings because especially now i have a daughter like i can't be you know i i can't be cat flat-footed i can't be you know suppose a hurricane come or yeah. you never know with the jobs with covid and stuff that you always have to have savings like you always have the emergency savings and anything could wipe your savings out yeah. i mean don't even make me start on a tangent about how 40 to 50 percent of americans cannot even afford a 400 emergency like it's that bad like it's very hard and you have the opportunity especially in the virgin islands where it has a lot of resources to be able to save your money really and truly so that was a time i was ashamed but you know we both got out of it and that was really good that was a long question yeah, huh yeah that was you have a question nani no oh. your next question um oh yeah i do actually um how would you describe true love true love true love I think true love can manifest in different ways, right? Oh. It's not only like relationships and lovey dovey and Valentine's Day. I feel as though like you could have true love in your friendships. Like I genuinely love you. You know what I mean? Like oh, I'm like, wow, it's love. just refreshing. But we never say it, right? Yeah. And I think that and I had a cringe when people want me to say like I love you. Yeah. I love you, baby, and all them stuff. Like even like like 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm to the, to the notion of what's understood needs no understand. Like, you don't have to sit in because you know it. You mm-hmm. feel it. So when you say it to me, to depreciate the value of what it is. So I don't be telling people, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I, I just feel so cringe. I don't know why. Maybe there's something emotionally immature in me that just is like that. But I feel as a true love could, could manifest itself in, in, in different ways. Of course, in a relationship. Like, you know, you ever been in love, Danny? Um, honestly, so I think I've been in love. However, you know, I've read some things where it's like, if you're really in love, you your relationships won't ever be the same. Like, it won't be repetitive. And I feel like I've been in repetitive relationships. So that kind of like made me feel like if you were probably I wasn't in love with this person probably I was like infatuated with this person you know you think so yeah I don't know because I feel as though what the movies and the books and stuff teach us about love is like their perception of love and maybe that isn't real like who's to say right like I think that love is what you perceive it to be and what you feel and well, what you think it has to be unconditional you think right. so but they say you can only have unconditional love with your kids but I don't think that's true I don't think that's true because I have unconditional love with you. Right. It's not conditional. It's not like, oh, I'm benefiting, you know, I'm getting something out of you. Yeah, so yeah. It's not true. It's not just for your kids. It's for your friends. And it could be with a significant other too. It can. Because guess what? Just, to, just let's think about the people who's lost everything together and they still come out and still be together as opposed to these they, rich and famous yeah, people. Yeah, you know? like they just had each other. Yeah. Like, oh, people that grew up poor together. So it's like, they know each other background. You're like, okay, well. It's not a situation where it's like, okay, this, I was dating this guy, he was wealthy, and then he became broke, and I'm like, okay, well, I know at the end of the day, he could always become wealthy because, mm-hmm. you know, he has a college degree, or he's worked here before, and his parents has money, but if you meet somebody who never had anything in their life, they don't have nothing to offer you, and you're still in love with that person, to me, that's true love, it's like, what are you expecting out of him? Nothing. Nothing, it's just like... You have no gain. So I feel like true love is based off of, you know, unconditional love, how the person treats you. Um, basically, you know, also their views as well. Cause guess what? Shit, I lose my train of thought. I lose my train of thought. I forget what you guys say last, but no, I know what you mean though. I mean, it 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 is it is something that, like you said, you you're not benefiting, you're not gaining, or you know, it's not or like expecting. or a competition or entitled to anything. It's just that you just love the person for who they are. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. No, for real. No, because let's think about this. Uh, people who decide to become minimalist together. People who mm. are to become decide to become minimalist or travel decide to travel the world. I mean, the world, sell everything and end up in their van and travel. You know, just travel the world. It's like, all they have is each other. Mm-hmm. It's like... And that's enough. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah, a little bit happier than the average couple. Yeah. So it's like, I do believe um, true love do exist, but it has to be unconditional. If it's not unconditional, then it just won't. It, it can't be true love. It's true. I like that. Yeah. So it says, in what ways, and this is my final question, but in what ways is our outlook on sexuality similar or different? I don't know. I feel as though with sexuality with me, you know me. Mm-hmm. I... You do you. I'm going to do me. I same thing with us yeah because it's like just respect everybody sexuality like you don't have no say just like they don't have no say on you um that's not legal of course like you know as long as it's legal yeah. um uh, well gay marriage wasn't legal but anyways y'all know no, what i'm yeah, talking yeah, about as as, like, you know like pedophilia really, yeah, yeah really, come on really, 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 but 
I mean, you know, at first people are using pronouns, of course. Like, if somebody wants to be addressed a certain way and they tell you, use the pronouns. Like, don't be disrespectful and don't be spiteful. You know what I mean? Just, you know, and sexuality, like, I feel as though humans are... I honestly... Oh, shit. interrupt you. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Yeah, that, go ahead. I feel like when it comes to sexuality, I don't, I don't just mind my business. As long as you're not lying about your sexuality. Mm, yeah. You're that kind of way. Don't pretend to be something that you're not. Especially when, it, when you know that you're affecting other people. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's my thing with, with sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't care what people like. Because people are grown. You know, people can make their own decisions. As long as you're not harming anyone. As long as you're not doing anything to children. Mm-hmm. Or abusing people. Mm-hmm. Then go do you. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Because guess what? At the end of the day... We have one life, and who's to say? Who's yeah. to say that? Oh, yeah, because everybody, you know, I won't say I'm religious, but I do believe in, you know, God some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not like, oh, my gosh. But it's like you guys are saying, like, oh, yeah, men aren't supposed to be with men, or women aren't supposed to be with women, and mm-hmm. it's not at all, but yet you turn around and doing other things as well. Yeah, it's cherry-picking, right? Yeah, I so mean, it's yeah. like... It's only what benefits them. A whole... And I don't like to get into too deep in this conversation, but whoever said that the Bible is even something that's real. Exactly. Girl, What's you, the next thing? Nani, you know me. You don't want to start me up. Don't yeah. start that engine up, girl, because yeah, you know I have a thing. lot to say about like, that. You have to do what makes you happy. Yeah. And then I know there are some people who's going to be like, okay, well, in that case, then you should be leaving pedophilia because that's what makes them happy. No. no. You, you know, yeah, you know it's, you know what's wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you, like, that's the thing about people like, oh, well, if we're waiting for religion in the Bible, then we won't. No, you know that yeah. hitting somebody is going to hurt them it's Correct. pain they feel that you know yeah. what i mean so you you don't 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 try it you know yeah. don't try it and sexuality to me is fluid like people it's society puts people in a box because it's easier to compartmentalize people and like just be like okay you're homosexual you're heterosexual like that's it but i feel as though sexuality is fluid like you might just like the person for the person you might like you know you just never know Correct. and because listen to this, like, mm-hmm. you remember when we were younger, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if your school had this, so I went to a private school for, like, the beginning of my school years. Mm-hmm. And we had this program called the Pen Pal. So it's like, you would write letters, and your teachers would ship them abroad, and then your letters would go to other students all, up, you know, all across the globe, and then you would get back a letter. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's just think about before social media existed. There was people who, like, people who was in a war and stuff. They would send each other letters and stuff. So, it's like, if you fall in love with this person, you don't know their gender. You don't know if they're black or white, Hispanic, Asian. You don't know nothing about them. You just know what they tell you in these letters. And you fall in love with them because of their thought process, how they think, how they speak, how they talk. It's true. And then when you come, say you're a female, and when that person comes, they're a female. It's like, then what? It's true. Then what? It's true. Then like, oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, that's oh damn. Yeah, now, nah, I don't like, I don't like... But like you already in your mind you like you already fall in love with them you know mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of iffy like yeah it's like it's fluid and and just I, I just wish people would just accept it and it's like yeah you you might just only be attracted to women or you might just be only attracted to men as a woman like that's fine too but everybody's not going to be like you you know Correct. what I mean everybody is going to be different and like Danny was saying just it's hard for people to come out and like express it's getting better now mm-hmm. but it's just really hard for people to come out and express how they feel and their feelings for other people because they're so afraid of getting shamed or and what's something what and actually that's super weird to me is like people who are homophobic homo 
homophobic like why if it's not affecting like because that's a whole thing like homophobia yeah. like especially men is like they have to like profess their homophobia to make themselves look more masculine but then those are the ones that you don't have to raise your exactly because why you have to perform why you have to do performative then, masculinity and, and like i i never forget this guy had say i don't understand why straight men are so afraid of gay men we don't like you right we're we not attracted, like, we're not to, attracted you. to you we'll never con- like but it's because it's performative and it, and they only are concerned about how they look to other the men so it's like okay maybe if i like be extra hyper masculine maybe they might not look at me as like this a homosexual guy on tiktok made the perfect example he said you know one time my female friend invited me to a gay club mm-hmm. and she's like not me i go i'm not going there not me mm-hmm. and he said you know what let me just go so he went to the gay club he said he saw some men, you know, they were passing him straight, some gay men. No, first he had up his, his guy, like, they better not come talking to me. They better not come talking to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of these motherfuckers out. <laughs> so he said some gay men passed him straight. No, but none of the gay men was looking at him. He said, okay, 8 o'clock came. Nobody was watching him. 9 o'clock, he said he went to the bar. He said, but am I not handsome? Like, why nobody? Oh, try make a move on me. Why? That, that's strange. Mm-hmm. So he said, what, what the hell is going on here? Like, you know. And he said... I realize the issue. Gay men aren't attracted to straight men. The straight men who are afraid of gay men are straight men who's attracted to gay men. Probably. That's what it is. Probably. He said he felt so like, I must be ugly because none of these motherfuckers up here looking at me. And it's an insecurity that they yes. have. And it's like, oh my God, everybody, they're exposing me. Yeah. So they see them as a threat. Because yeah. it's like, no, they might expose me. And now I'm going to be out of the closet and I'm not ready. And he said, gay men are not a threat. They're not a threat. No, like, y'all are. They was literally passing him straight in the club. But he wants to know, like, I must be really ugly. And then also they have another group to ostracize and, you know, feel better about themselves. It's just a mess. Yeah, oh, man, man, the only time a gay guy is attracted to a straight man is if he know. You know, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I might be wrong. Let me just put that out there. I might be wrong. But I feel mm-hmm. like gay men do, if they're attracted to a straight man, because he knows that there's something else in there. Oh maybe or maybe like he thinks that they're like but that's the thing about sexuality it's so fluid it's like you don't even know yourself you might not know for years and then next thing you know you just never know you know but just respect people just just don't be harmful don't be using harmful rhetoric just leave people alone to do their own business so danny what's the final question you have oh girl i thought that was my final question huh Mm -mm. What do you think I want most from life? <laughs> I want to go first. Okay. I don't know what I to think. Do. Um, what you want most from life is a simple life. You don't always say, you're like, Daddy, you know, I just want a simple life. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need too much. Mm-hmm. I just need a small place. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even care to be working. Once I have my finances and I'm raising Alexi, I just want to be happy. Yes. You know, just a, and I think that's why you want like a simple life as long as you're happy and you're able to raise Alexi in a happy environment yeah. and nothing that's, that stresses you out like you don't like you and I are opposite when it comes to certain things like you know I would be like oh no I want a Louis bag I want mm-hmm. this yeah. you'd be like oh no I, I want this new something you know so, mm-hmm. oh I, I want a new book or I want this or yeah. I want that you're right so it's like this like, for you this, of course the only, the only thing that I've actually heard you say that you want that's luxurious is a tesla yeah that's the only that's thing that's the only thing i want that's luxurious. you don't ever say oh i want a big mansion me i'd be like oh i want a big mansion i want a, a tiny home you, you don't be like no, no I, 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 yeah. I don't mind li- 
And then you like just away from, and you've always said that from high school, like, oh, I don't want to take over my mother's business. Mm-mm. I don't want to have my own business. Mm-mm. I don't want that. Mm-mm. I don't even want a house. You don't want a house. <laughs> because I see those things as like downers. Like, because it's like, I know from experience from watching my mother, and I actually have a podcast, podcast episode on like, no, I don't want a business. Yeah. I don't want no business. You know, I don't want to be my own manager. You know, I don't want that stress. I don't want to be no landlord. I, yes. I just want my own space yeah and that's it that. i don't want to involve myself with all of that stuff but like you say i like simple stuff yeah, you know me true. like i don't want to spend I, you, you know like i was thinking about the louis bag right and you know i had to do a lot of research to try to justify me purchasing <laughs> a 17 to two thousand dollar bag right and then when i did my research it's no way justification because they said that the same material they use yeah. they use in the other bags you know what i mean so it's like ariel you just Spending Wanted. money for the show. And that's not really you. You know what I mean? There's parts of me like that. Yeah. But, you know, but you're right. And you're right. Something that makes you happy, Danny, you want luxury, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you like luxurious things. You want to go on trips. You want to mm-hmm. go to Fiji and Gigi yeah. and Boo Boo. <laughs> and <laughs> you want Gucci Gucci and Louis Louis. But that's but that's what makes yeah. you happy. You love that stuff, you know, and King's Link and Queen <laughs> Link and you know, you love that but stuff. But I always been that way for real. You have I, I, even from high school. I remember I always, I'll never forget, right? <laughs> I had a went. So of course I went on this close-up trip, which is mm-hmm. involved you and Sister Rita. And I was so desperate for a coach bag. I bought this this fake coach bag that had looked so real from the African just to say I have a coach bag. I feel so happy. And then my my teacher was like. Do not buy it. It's gonna. And I was like, she's just jealous. She doesn't like, well, she can't afford a coach bag. I got the real deal for oh cheap. Oh my goodness. But that's what she, like, I've always been that person. And it ain't because, oh, you watch him, watch him have. That's just me. Yeah, I've always been like that person. Nice, I like that. nice. Like, you can look at my home. I, look how long it takes me to buy my phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to buy peeps because I want my house to look at something. That's, that's me. That's you. It is. It is and, me. And it, and it brings joy. And yeah. it's fine. As long as you be your authentic self. Correct. Correct. You know what I mean? It's not like you saying, nah, man, that too much. Like, you know, then that be fake. Yeah. That's like me saying, mm, I need this and I need that. Correct. I mean, and then, not even that. When you had told me the one time, man, Daniel, I want some Tory board sandals. I can't buy me. I'm not buying no Tory yeah. board sandals. And I say, well, I like luxurious <laughs> things and I know this is about to make her happy. I have to get this thing for her. <laughs> and your reaction, I still have it in my phone. You said, Danny, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> for you, for real? Oh no. And you four years later, what's it on the floor right the now? The same toy board. Because I buy no toy board on the floor $200. I can't do it. I can't. And I can do $200. And I use every method of $200 toy board. And I didn't mean no justification. Like, man, it's for Ariana. I'm like, nah, she gave me the shoes today. She gave me the shoes today. I'm telling you, like, uh-uh. I, my thing is, I'd rather invest in, like, help. Like, like I tell you, I want somebody to help me. Like, I'm going to hire, what's the better term for maid? A nanny. A service, a, what did I call them? A housekeeper? Like a, yeah, a housekeeper. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Oh, like, you just call him an assistant. Like, she's my assistant. Yeah, my assistant. Like, she's, like, I, or he. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get, you know, somebody like that to help me, you know, clean up, like, yeah, stuff to stuff enhance you, my you life. life. That's your what life. I want. Because my time is the, is, is the thing, the defining moment. I mean, we went to the park today. Like, that was so nice. That was so nice. 
But, we should talk about that thing. Yeah, the park is nice. But my thing is like, I tired. Yeah. You know, you you dealing with a one year old, a toddler. You dealing with a seven year old, and you tired. Who the hell want to come home to try fix something or do this or do that? Like, it's so nice to have help. Like, if you could have somebody who have the food ready, that'd be great. That'd be great. So that was such a wonderful, wonderful episode of the podcast. I think. Yes, it sure was. Daniela, so much. Don't don't jo- you that? Uh, uh, <laughs> I thank Danny well, so ever, much. I think that's the second time in my life ever hear you coming, Daniela. You did all of it. I was like, everyone wanna hear. <laughs> I thank you so much, Dan, for coming on. I really appreciate it because I wanted to do this so bad for like years and years and years. And now I finally got to do it. So I know this was a long episode, but who cares? It's my podcast. I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. And this was really special. You have any closing thoughts? Um, no, not really. Um, like you said, I really did enjoy it. I was kind of like shy to come on. That's not kind of like pushing the top, but it was it was actually good and it is very refreshing. I feel like we actually did something like this before, haven't we? Yeah, when we did a YouTube video before when I started yes, my that's YouTube. What it was, that's a YouTube it. video. Yeah, the yes. YouTube channel. But that one was a little more generic. This one is a little more in depth. Yeah. Depth. Depth. And even so, although generic or in depth, our friendship still didn't change. It's like we still our authentic selves. True. Is it truth? Nothing but the truth. Well, thank you so much for saying. I will catch you guys on the next one. Bye.